Negotiating your relationship. Negotiation is to bargain for a deal that benefit the two parties equally. It is a lifestyle, a nature, and a personality with a desire to protect and dominate in the area of interest. This is act of you trying to reach an agreement with someone through discussion. This is the act of you finding a way through an obstacle with discussion. It is not the absence of difference but the ability to find common ground of interest that feeds the needs of the two people involved in the negotiation. This is setting balance to a deal by sharing responsibility and profit equally. Negotiation is done in both ways. This is about what you can permit and what you won't permit in the deal. This is what this person too will permit and what this person will not permit in the deal. This is all about helping each other achieve success depending on your individual definition of success. It is a win deal. The first three questions to consider are, who are you? This is about who God has created you to become through the area of your calling and purpose in life. It reveals your abilities, your capacities, the way to function and the kind of impact of solution that is expected from you. This is the unveiling of the beauty and strength within yourself, as a solution to the problem that appeal your interest. This is the unveiling of your passion that makes you restless till you answer the questions of life that catches your curiosity easily. This is the unveiling of what makes your impact a necessity. This is what you were born to become, what you were born to do, and what you were born to say to your generation, as your own contribution in your assignment to this generation. In clear terms, this is about the problems you can solve, questions you can answer, problem you must not solve, and questions you must not answer. This is about the impact that is expected of you and also sets the limits to the impacts you must not set into at all. This is your understanding by the scriptures the kind of person God wants you to be physically, socially, intellectually, emotionally, and financially. Not just discovering them alone but you daily taking steps in becoming them. Where are you going to in life? This is you discovering and manifesting the expectation of God for your life in the direction of your vision and assignment in life. It is not just about a specific destination, it is about your direction in life in the aspect of destiny and your usefulness in what you call destiny. It is about the clarity of your future and what you are daily preparing to do in the future according to your vision and assignment. It is not just a spiritual view alone, it is in all views of life, physically, spiritually, socially, intellectually, talent, and financially. This is about you recognizing the kind of problem you are going to solve in your future. This is about you recognizing the kind of question you are going to answer in the future. This is about recognizing whose tears, pains, and stress God is expecting you to put to an end in your future. It is a journey of here, now, and the future. This is beyond you understanding you have a bright future, it is about you understanding what you are meant to use, the brightness of your future to achieve for God. Who do you need? This life was designed by God for us to depend on each other, not as liabilities to people but in becoming, a resource center that feeds each other's weaknesses. This is the ability of you to know what you lack, dwells in somebody else and being humble enough to ask for help. Here is the example of the kind of people you need. One someone you can inspire to learn and someone who can inspire you to learn. This is the kind of people that is wiser, stronger, and has gained experience more in the area of your weakness. 
This can also be someone you are stronger and wiser in the area of this person's strength. To someone your ideas can benefit, and someone whose ideas benefit you too. 3. Someone that believes in you, and someone you also believe in. 4. Someone that has respected for your dream and someone whose dream you respect. 5. Someone that will always be ready to sponsor the training of your capacity. 6. Someone you are interested in sponsoring the personal developments of their capacity. The way forward. Your calling. This is being selected, appointed, and set apart as a specific solution to a specific problem in the area of your assignment to your generation. This is the act of God appointing you as his own before you were formed into your mother's womb. This is the factor that brought you into salvation. This is the factor that led to God adopting you as his own child. This is the factor that made it possible for you to engage in a personal relationship the Father through Jesus. This is what created a role for you to handle within the entire plan of God for his family. This is the factor that determines your assignment in future. This is the factor that determines your purpose and vision. This is the factor that should determine your decisions and desires for everything in your life. Love is not enough, you must make sure that what God has called this person to do align with what God has called you to do. You must make sure that your calling has a role to play in the fulfillment of the calling of God upon this person's life. You must also be sure to know this person's calling, has a role to play in the fulfillment of the call of God upon your life too. In this negotiation, consider the alignment of your calling with the calling of this person. Your purpose. This is the interest of God behind creating you. This is the kind of result God wants to see on earth through your effort. This is the factor behind everything you have and everything you lack. This is the factor behind the pattern of your motive, and thinking pattern. This is the factor that defines what success or failure truly mean to you. Anything outside the purpose of God for creating you becomes a distraction. The only way to stay in tune with your purpose is through your commitment to God's word. It is also through the consciousness of your passion, and understanding how to deploy your passion for usage. Your purpose is in your passion. Your purpose is how you were designed by God to function. It dictates why you should function the way you function. Love is not enough, it is very important for you to make sure that your purpose for existence aligns with the purpose for the existence of this person. If your purpose does not align, you will always have different direction in decision making. Every effort to express love will result to conflicts because, purpose is not in alignment with each other. In your consideration while negotiating, consider the alignment of purpose. Your vision. This is the mental picture of the solution you are going to create now and in future. These are the principles that must be followed if results must be achieved. Your vision is the possibility you see about the future. It is the solution trapped in every problem. It is the answer trapped in every question. It is the wisdom in every pain. It is the light you can see in the midst of darkness, it is the faults you see, and the way forward you can also see. It is the beauty of the future dwelling in your heart today. Love is not enough, be sure this person is seeing the same solution you are seeing about the future. Make sure the future you are seeing is the same future this person is seeing. Make sure it is the same future this person is seeing that you are seeing too. Compatibility and complementary of vision is necessary but it must be mutual.
when negotiating in your relationship, put vision alignment into consideration. Your assignment. This is you doing everything your calling and vision has revealed to you. This is the practical aspect of your purpose and vision. This is the factor behind what you are going to be doing in future. This is the application of the knowledge, wisdom and understanding about your purpose, vision, and calling. This is about the battles you are going to conquer in future. This is about the solution you are going to generate in future. This is about the question you are going to be answering in future. This is about the impact you are going to be creating in future. This is about the darkness in your generation, God has ordained for you lighten up. Love is not enough, if your fight is not the same as this person's fight, a lot will go wrong. If the problem you are going to solve in future is not the same with what this person is going to solve in his or her future, conflicts will arise. You don't have to force anyone to accept you or be with you. In negotiating with someone for a healthy relationship, put the alignment of your assignment in consideration. Does your assignment in life have any role to play in the assignment of this person's life? Is this person's assignment having any role in the fulfillment of your own assignment in life? Sit and reconsider all these things. Three Principles of Negotiation Negotiation is needed for the sake of three major principles in God's kingdom. Compatibility of Belief In terms of dating and marriage, you must deal with someone who respect and submit to the Lordship of Jesus. On a general note, walk with someone who have the same belief about life and things just like you. Socially, spiritually, mentally, intellectually, physically, and financial, learn to bargain your relationship on these terms. Complementary of needs, strength, and weaknesses. This is the place you admit that you don't have it all. This is the place you use your strength to strengthen the weakness of your lover. This is the place you allow your partner to strengthen your weakness with their own strength. This is the place where you use what you have to feed what this person needs. This is the place you allow this person to use what they have to feed what you need. Learn how to bargain on these terms. Adaptability of attitude and functions. This is the place where you need to admit that everybody cannot be like you or respond to situation just like you. Respect the individual difference between you and this person. Relate with this person based on how this person wants to be related. Love this person according to the way this person function. It might not be what you are used to, but you must adapt to make the relationship work. It gives room for growth and improvement. You also must allow this person to adapt according to your own nature. Learn to bargain in these terms. The only set of people qualified to negotiate, someone that has discovered his or herself. Someone that has a clear direction in life. Someone that is serious, and committed to his or her life. Someone with the mentality of a builder. Someone with the heart of teamwork. You can negotiate when you have a clear understanding of what you need in life. When you have a clear understanding of what you need in relationship. When you are ready to be useful to God, useful to yourself, and useful to someone else. When you are ready to grow, stretch, and improve. Three dimension of negotiating the place for negotiating is in the place of needs, values, and priority. One needs, these are the necessities you cannot function without. These are things that make learning, preparation, 
and growing easier for you. These are what makes you function better and also what makes the fulfillment of your vision, calling and assignment easier or possible. It is one thing to understand your own needs and it is another thing for you to understand the need of someone else. Needs are the necessities of life and must not be compromised. We have different aspect of needs according to the demand of life. We have physical needs, social needs, intellectual needs, spiritual needs, emotional needs, and financial needs. Physical needs are things you cannot survive without in physical affairs of life. These are the basic human needs like freedom to association, accommodative environment, shelter, food, etc. Social needs are things you cannot survive without in social affairs. This is where events, attitudes, and how to deal with the individual differences among people comes in. There is a way you are wired by God to express yourself socially, according to the nature of your calling. Recognize and don't compromise. Wait for that person that will understand this aspect of you and meet that social need. Be careful, you too must have what it takes to feed this person's social needs. Intellectual needs are the things you cannot survive without in the intellectual affairs of life. This has something to do with thinking pattern, mindset, ideas, and pattern of conversation. There is a way God has wired you intellectually, recognize it and don't compromise it. Wait for that person that will understand you and meet that intellectual need. Spiritual needs are the things you cannot survive without in the spiritual affairs of life. These are the approach, and necessities you need for learning, growing, and establishment in the principles of God's kingdom and the lifestyle of Jesus. Emotional needs are the things you cannot survive without in the emotional affairs of life. This has a lot to do with the gift, time, communication, hanging out, touch, and whatsoever feeds the hunger of the emotional well-being of a person. Financial needs are the things you cannot survive without in the financial affairs of life. These has a lot to do with the right planning, ideas, budgeting, savings, investment, and spending habit that agrees with the nature of your person or calling. In all the needs above, you must see to it that it is a two-way function. You must be able to feed this person's need and you must observe to see this person can feed your own needs too. In negotiating for your relationship, your needs and the needs of this person must align. If it doesn't align then it's not worth it. Two values, they are the things you have chosen to believe about your needs and priorities. These are the pattern of how you believe the things relating to your needs and priorities. This is the state of your mindset about different phase of life you have decided to accept as truth. This is about the things you believe and how you believe the things you believe. This is something that is spread across the different phase of life, physically, socially, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. Physical values is the state of your belief about physical affairs of life. Social values is the state of your belief about things surrounding the social affairs of life. Intellectual values is the state of your belief about the things relating intellectual affairs. Emotional values is the state of your belief about the things relating emotional affairs. Financial values is the state of your belief about the things relating finance. Love or attraction is not enough you must seek to understand, and define what you have decided to believe from the viewpoint of the lifestyle of Jesus. It is also your responsibility to understand the values of this person you seek to love. 
if the beliefs are not in alignment with each other, healthy relationship will be hard to cultivate. As you negotiate in your relationship, put the alignment of your values, and this person's value in consideration. 3. Priority, these are things you respect the most when it comes to your values, believe, and needs, necessity. These are things that come first in what you should need, necessity, and value, believe. Your priority is what you respect the most. These are things that hold your highest attention, and they are spread across different phase of life. Physical priority is what you respect the most physically. Social priority is what you respect the most socially. Intellectual priority is what you respect the most intellectually. Emotional priority is what you respect the most emotionally. Financial priority is what you respect the most financially. Be very careful to make sure this person respect the same thing you respect in all these phase of life. By the time what this person respect the most is what you see as less important, issues will rise. By the time what you respect the most is what this person takes for granted, issues will rise. Love and attraction is not enough, you must put into consideration your priority and this person's priority. These two must be able to fit into each other and function together. This is part of the negotiating process. I need you to deeply consider these few words below. This is more like a self-evaluation for yourself and your lover. If you are not sure of the following points, you need to redefine your decisions again. What you are capable of offering this person needs values and priorities. How you will be offering help to this person's needs, values and priorities. When you should be offering help to this person's needs, values and priorities. Why you should be offering this help to this person's needs, values and priorities. What this person should be offering to your needs, values and priorities. How this person should be offering help to your needs, priorities and values. When this person should be offering help to your needs, values and priorities. Why this person should be rendering help to your needs, values and priorities. Your relationship or our relationship. The relationship you desire does not exist, it's all in your head. You have to create it out with the cooperation of this person. Amos 3 3. Before you acknowledge this relationship as your relationship, is this person going where you are going to in life? This is very important because it will place value on your future. There is no point engaging a relationship with someone that is not going where you are going in life. There is no point being committed to someone that has no space in your future. There is no point being committed to someone you don't have any role to place in his or her future. Irrespective of the individual differences, you must make sure that you and the person comes willingly to an agreement of building a future together. Our relationship is teamwork. This is the concept where the effort of the two lovers is invested willingly into each other's life. My relationship is a sense of commitment you have invested in this person willingly. It's a growth level, always learn to move from my relationship to our relationship as time demands. There is a time to fight for the safety of yourself and your lover's vision, calling, assignment, and the relationship alone, my relationship is not being greedy and domineering towards your lover. There are times you fight for the safety of each other's vision, calling, purpose, assignment, and relationship together, 
our relationship is not becoming a liability to your lover. Everything in relationship must be negotiated and defined. What you don't define, you don't deserve. Your ability to define the kind of relationship you need will make your lover to understand what you expect from him or her. You also must be ready to explain to your lover the kind of relationship you expecting them to build with you. There is no place for assumption and presumption. Define it, state it, and be specific about the kind of relationship you have in mind to build with the person. Don't keep it in your mind, say it out and explain it to your lover. Demand the same from your lover too. Relationship is need personified. Without a need, the purpose of relationship is aborted. There is nothing worth doing in relationship, if it is not about meeting someone's need, and your needs being met. The desire to meet needs is the beginning of relationship. In other words, attraction is recognizing what can feed your need. Every attraction has a reason. You will always be attracted to what can feed your need or you will be attraction to whose need you can feed, your function. Your function is what you were designed for as a solution and answer. Your needs are the necessities whose absence frustrates you. Things become your needs when they can be useful to you in the direction of your purpose and passion. Usefulness is the definition of a need. The dictator in all these is the understanding of yourself. This is the growth process of negotiating from strangers to friendship or lover. Everybody is not meant for you, the fact you like them does not mean you need them or healthy to you. We are of different breeds and you must respect that difference. Healthy relationship can only be built through trust. If you are not ready to trust and be trusted, forget about building a healthy relationship with someone. Different levels of trust. Appealing trust, attraction. This is the kind of trust you feel someone extending to you the moment their appearance appeal to your interest of the kind of person you desire to build a healthy relationship with. This factor is not determined by the two people involved. It is determined by the individual interest of these two people that somehow have common ground. The law of nature is what set this in motion. Accommodative trust, courtesy. This is the kind of trust people feel when you give them free access to you. Either by them greeting you, talking to you, asking question or accommodating their presence around you. The same happen to you too when people give you free access to their person and they accommodate your presence around their kind of person. This trust can't easily be given to someone that you have not felt the appealing trust with. Trust builds from one stage to another stage till intimacy is birthed. This is the kind of trust called courtesy. Greeting trust, respect. This is the kind of trust you feel from someone when they greet you willingly. This is also the kind of trust people feel when you greet them willingly too. It takes trust for someone to greet you, and it also takes trust for someone to respond to your greeting. This kind of trust can't be easily be given when this person does not feel your approachable trust. If you or this person doesn't trust each other with the approachable trust, you won't be able to trust each other with the greeting trust. This is the kind of trust that comes from respect. Conversation Trust Understanding This is the kind of trust that people feel when you are willing to engage in exchange of ideas and information together. This kind of trust enables you to give your listening ears to whatsoever this person has to say. 
It takes trust for someone to listen to you and it takes trust for someone to talk to you. Anyone that dares to listen to you has respect for your intellects and ideas. It's a sign that reveals this person believes you have something worth to be listened to. When someone is talking to you, it means they trust you and believe you won't misunderstand them or misjudge them or their ideas. Listening and communicating with someone takes one of the most precious treasures of life called time and attention. These treasures are not restorable, so when someone trusts you with them, value it. See it as a necessity, to also trust people in the same way. The trust for communicating with someone is not automatic, it is a buildup of the greeting trust, meaning if there is no greeting trust, there won't be communicating trust. This is the kind of trust that comes from understanding. Negotiating trust, commitment. This is the kind of trust built from the communication trust. This trust helps two people to sit, comparing and contrasting to see if the needs, plans, priorities, and values can function alongside each other. This is a kind of trust that enables you to allow someone into the details of your needs, values, and priorities. It's experiences that have to be two-sided in approach. This person too should be able to allow you into his or her own needs, values, and priority too. This is a factor that inspires commitment from the two people trusting each other towards a future both of them believe. Friendship trust, common ground. This is the kind of trust that allows you to share your identity, with someone irrespective of the risk of all his or her flaws, mistakes, and strength you might be responsible for. This enables you to have access to participate in this person's life and this person to participating in your life. This is a journey towards fulfilling each other's dream. No one should be cheated. It's true you have admitted to be his or her friend but does he or she trust you enough to admit you as his or her friend? The only way forward is to examine your negotiation trust. To cultivate a healthy relationship, have a transparent negotiation with this person and define your friendship before you conclude that you have a friend. Dating trust, understudy. This is the kind of trust that allows you to give people the access into your emotions. It is the kind of trust that allows you and this person to understudy each other with the interest of marital plan in view. This understudy is meant to help each of these two people to see and understand if they can embark on a marital journey together. These kinds of trust is not a do or die affair but the kind that gives freedom to someone's opinion, and respect people's decision. Business trust, common interest. This is the kind of trust you extend to people that have the same interest in business. People that share the same idea and approach of how business should be done. This kind of trust is a build up from communication trust. The value of ideas in this person or intellect is the dictating factor that will develop into business trust. Before you can trust someone in the area of business, it is a sign you have heard or seen the display of this person's capacity or the kind of result this person can generate in the area of business. In other words, communication trust has a big role to play in helping two people to build business trust. Marriage trust, intimacy. This is the trust that is always built on communication trust, which will lead to friendship trust, and then leading to dating trust before you arrive at the marriage trust. It is not automatic in nature but a journey from one level of trust to another level of trust. 
less I forget the negotiating trust plays a big role here especially before the dating stage down to the courtship stage of your journey into marriage. Financial trust, value. This is the kind of trust that is built on the display of this person's capacity to manage and generate result financially. This is not just based on communication trust alone, your observation skill is required here. You don't have to build this trust based on what you have heard people testify about this person alone, you must observe to see the result this person has generated, track record. Giving trust, management. Giving trust is the kind of trust given to someone you have observed and seen the management strength. Grateful people are the type that easily attracts this kind of trust. Wasters have nothing to do with this kind of trust. If you are used or known as a waster, it will be difficult for you to sustain this kind of trust even if this person offers you this kind of trust. It is two streets, either you or someone else, anyone that lacks the skill to manage resources and opportunity, will find it difficult to sustain this kind of trust or receive this kind of trust. The question is not, why do people hardly give me things? The real question is do you know how to manage resources and opportunity? Social trust, responsibility. This is the kind of trust that is given based on your ability to accommodate people's individual difference. This is the kind of trust given to someone that is flexible and polite in his or her approach to people, situation, or conflicts. This trust is usually given from people's observation on how you are matured in setting balance to situations. Social trust is the ability of you confidently giving someone responsibility. This is based on the way you have seen them handle responsibilities, and generate result. People will also offer you social trust based on the same terms too. Spiritual trust, growth. This is the kind of trust that given to someone because of their commitment to the scriptures, and the lifestyle of Jesus. This trust is usually released to people or you releasing it to someone based on truth. This is about your spirit bears witness that all this person say, decide, and do are in line with the scriptures, and the lifestyle of Jesus. This kind of trust is given to people easily when humility is on display. Intellectual trust, result. This is the kind of trust you give to someone based on the display of the strength of their intellectual capacity. This is also based on the result they have been able to generate or create with their intellectual capacity. This is the kind of trust that is given or received when someone can learn from your decision, ideas, suggestions, or words, spoken or written. Don't accommodate today, what you know you won't accommodate in future, don't be timidy. When you are looking for what does not exist, you will see what you are not meant to see, stop being suspicious. There is no way you will enjoy and function in this truth if Jesus is not the Lord of your life. Believe in your heart and accept Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior. Find any faith-believing church that believes in the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus to attend for your growth in Christ. Prince Victor Matthew Lead Mentor